what we're gonna be doing. You, you guys have, if you've been with us for a while, you've heard us talk about gospel formation, community, and mission, right? Where we say, we want to be formed by the truths of the gospel, by who God is and what he has done. That informs who we are and how we live. And we know that God doesn't just call us as individuals. He doesn't just save individuals, but he calls us to be a community of his people on display to the world. And that's the mission part. And so we've used different language to talk about that. Uh, our identities, four identities, we talk about we're a family of servant missionaries, right? And we're learning to live in God's ways. So a couple of years ago, it came up with this phrase, um, we are a community of God's people learning to live in God's ways for the sake of Phoenix. Now, I don't think many of you in 2021 were telling your friends about Missio in that way, saying, you know, it's a community of God's people learning to live in God's ways for the sake of Phoenix, right? I doubt many of you parents were reminding your kids in the household, like, this is who Missio is. It's a community. Some of you may not have even known that, that we even had that as a thing until you see it on the screen right now, and I'm calling it out, even though it's been on the screen every Sunday all year. And that's okay, because it's hard to remember, right? It's a lot. Uh, and so then Missio Mesa came up with a phrase that captured kind of the essence of that, but much more simplified. And it's just simply formed by God together for the sake of others. And so all of our congregations have adopted that now. Um, and so ours is for the sake of Phoenix, because that's where God has placed us. I know some of you live in Peoria. Some of you might be in Glendale. Think of greater Metro Phoenix when we say that, okay? But also this building where we meet on Sundays is seated right here in Phoenix. And we do have a desire this year to be able to reach out to the community around here more than before. So uh, that was our, our heart when we first came in here and then stuff happened in 2020. You guys remember that? We won't talk about it. So that's our desire for this year is to be formed by God under his truths, his ways, his spirit within us together as a community, not just individuals. Yes, your individual relationship with Jesus matters, but we are formed as his people together for the sake of Phoenix, for the sake of others. Now I know you might say, I get some emails or some conversations later, like actually it's for the sake of God's glory, right? Like that's what, yes, absolutely, yes and amen. But the knowledge of the glory of the Lord doesn't cover the earth like it covers the seas, Habakkuk 2.14, until God's mission is carried out, which is that all of the earth, Jesus says, from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. And guess what? Phoenix, according to Jesus, was the ends of the earth in that time, right? And so we, God has placed us here in this city, in this time for his mission. So that's what we're, we're here for the sake of showing people the love of Jesus. And so we're gonna talk about those over the next three weeks. This week, how we want to be formed by God. And that's what we'll be diving into in the scripture in a moment. Uh, and then, together and then for the sake of others the following week. But each week we'll take a little bit of time like we're doing right now to talk about what our goals are and what we wanna to pray to see through that paradigm. And so how are we gonna be formed by God this year? Here's the reality is a lot of that is up to you as individuals. I know I just did a whole talk on being together, but hear me out. <laughs> a lot of that is up to you on how you are going to press in. Now, God has given... Ephesians 4, 11, God has given the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That's formation, right? And so Anthony and I have a responsibility to be able to provide you the tools to set the table, so to speak, for your formation, but only you can come sit down and eat, 
right? And really the reality is all of us have a responsibility to one another. So it's how much you will press into it as an individual, not just for yourself, but also how will you press into helping to form and shape the people in your household and the people that we sit with here on Sundays, the people you join in missional community with. So that's gonna make a huge difference. But here's some of the things that we'll be doing, uh, particularly on Sundays. So Sundays, we're gonna be, here's our, our teaching series, our schedule throughout 2022, Lord willing, and know that we are holding it with an open hand and we wanna be flexible if the spirit leads us to something else. But what we're thinking through right now is after we get through these three weeks of formed by God together for the sake of others, we will spend a few weeks going through the book of Acts, which I'm super excited about. Now the Acts, it's not a book about the Acts of what Jesus's followers did. You hear a lot about what they did, but they were doing it through whose power, right? And so, uh, and we'll talk about this, but it's actually a, a second part book to the book of Luke, written by Luke to a guy named Theo, Theophilus. And so in the first book, he, said, he writes to him, he addresses him about what Jesus has done. And then Acts 1 starts with, in my first book, I told you about all Jesus began to do. And then what does he do? He proceeds to tell them about what Jesus continued to do through the church. And I'm excited for that because I believe Jesus still wants to continue to do amazing acts through his church. And we get to be a part of that. So we'll go through that. We are gonna take a break. So we'll go through the entire book of Acts throughout the year, Lord willing. But we'll take a break during the season of Lent. If uh, you're like, alarm bells going off. Hey, that sounds Catholic. What's going on here? Uh, it's something that the church historically has uh, looked at and honored for many years. And then like non-denominational churches were just like, we're not doing anything traditional because it's weird, right? Uh, so we're gonna look through the, the season of Lent. We're gonna honor that. What it is, is it's just a season that reminds you of the brokenness of the world, that you're wandering through the wilderness, right? Like the Israelites were, and that you are waiting, you are longing and waiting, kind of like Advent is, for the rescue to come. So, but in that season, it's more of a, a focus on how I'm a part of that. It's a focus on our own sin. It's a, it's a season for us to examine our own hearts and to recognize that we are in need. And so most people fast during that time as a physical display of our soul need on the inside. And during that time, we will take a break from Acts and go through a little bit of Revelation. So there's a, at the beginning of it, it lays out that John is actually writing a letter to seven specific churches of that day. And so we're gonna be looking just at that part, not the whole book of Revelation, but the letter to the seven churches. And hearing, even though John was writing this to seven specific places in that specific time, the spirit has preserved it because he still has something for us to hear today, right? And then as, after we get through that, we'll jump back into Acts. Uh, the month of July will be kind of a Sabbath month for us. We will be gathering. We'll go through some Psalms during that month. Uh, but in a lot of ways, we're gonna strip things down. I know you're like, wait a second. We already have things way stripped down here, right? We're, we're just gonna super bare bones and we're just gonna get together as God's people, sit under some of the Psalms. We're even gonna ask the MCs to take a Sabbath. Doesn't mean you can't get together but take a break from the work you're doing during that month. Uh, that's a rhythm that God has called us to of resting and trusting that he's in control. Jump back into Acts after that. And then that'll take us up to our Advent season. Does that make sense? Any questions on that? Anything you're excited about with that? 
anything, you're like, hey, I've been studying one of those books and you want to talk about, great. Please come talk to me afterward. Uh, we're also going to be doing, outside of Sunday mornings, an opportunity for equipping and forming people going through, I mentioned this earlier, the learner cohorts. And so we're going to offer four different cohorts that are six-week modules throughout the year. So you only have to commit to six weeks at a time. You don't have to go to all of them to be part of one of them. If you want to go to all of them, fantastic. You don't have to go to any of them, right? <laughs> but they'll most likely be Saturday mornings. And what we'll do is we'll spend an hour and a half each week for those six weeks uh, talking through things together, but then also praying a lot together and then giving you some kind of work to do as you go off on your own outside of that. The first one starts just in a couple of weeks, January 22nd, it's a Saturday, starting with Jesus as root, recognizing we need Jesus before we go to anything else, right? And that apart from him, like I said, we can do nothing. So we need to be rooted in him, abiding in him, as it says in John, that he is the one who's supplying all of our strength. So that's January 22nd. If you have not signed up for that, please come see me afterward. Uh, also, I will send out today another link so you can sign up for that. So just six weeks. There is a book with it. If you can get the book, awesome. If you can't get the book, let me know and we will make sure we get a copy for you. So that's most of our equipping going up. Uh, Patrick, what's our next slide on there? Is that it? Oh, this is not something we've done or we're doing, but I strongly encourage that you also are finding a way to get in the word more this year. And you could have been in the word every single day last year. That's great. I'm still gonna say that. I encourage you to get in the word more this year uh, because we need that. We need to be formed by the true story of the world because there's a lot of other stories out there in this world, right? And so the Bible Project has now an app that they've developed. It's just released at the new year. And it's a really great tool. I've already been on there and checked it out. Uh, and they, here's what they've done. They just created a, a thing for you to go through the first five books of the Bible, the Old Testament throughout the year. It's a much better pace. I know you may have seen like, read the whole Bible in a year. And that's great if you could do that. But what this is designed to do is to help you just really soak in and just sit in the word and to be able to see and understand like how is the Bible designed and what are we supposed to be getting from this, right? What is the story truly about? And then that will give you the tools to be able to help read the rest of the Bible a little better as well. So I encourage you guys to download that and check that out. What I would love to do right now for the next few minutes is give my voice a rest. <laughs> and uh, as you can maybe can hear, I don't know, I could probably hear it more than you can, that it's struggling a little bit. So I'm gonna give it a rest before I come back up and talk for another 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, and you guys are gonna be petitioning the Lord. All of us will really, but we're gonna be praying uh, that for three ways that God would be forming this body, this church, this little family of believers over the next year, 2022. So we'll have three things each week, the three things for this week, what we're praying for, that God would be forming us in this way. If you go to the next slide that our family would grow in size. Now, I know that's not typically something we talk about, right? We're not sending out mailers. We're not doing mass marketing. We're not doing a thing like the first 100 people in the door get a free Starbucks gift card. It would be to cultivate anyway. But we're not doing that kind of thing, right? There's two ways you can grow a church in size, I believe. There's probably more, but you know. Uh, one is you could do that. You, you could try to market and you could try to appeal. Really what we would gather with that are a lot of people 
who already claim to know Jesus and are just dissatisfied with the church they're already in. And that's great to provide a home for people who have, have been at a church where maybe it's not been healthy, right? I love that. But our primary goal is not that we would grow in numbers by taking people from other churches. Our primary goal is that we would see more people come to know Jesus for the first time ever. And so the other way, and this is a much slower growth, but we do, I wanna be clear on this because I think sometimes in defense of how we've talked about things, maybe I've put off the message that like, I don't care if we stay a small church forever. And that's not entirely true. Uh, so I wanna be clear about this. We want to see more people come to know Jesus through this community. We absolutely want that. Would you pray for that with me? But we wanna see that through us being the people of God, the salt and the light on the earth going out in our communities and displaying the good news of Jesus and the love of God to others through the power of the spirit, that people would come in through that. And yes, I, I do kind of want to stay small church because as Lord willing, we would grow and more people come to know Jesus. We would be forming people and training them and sending them out. That we would be able to see another church planted over here and another church planted over there because it doesn't rely on one person standing up front to be the guy but it's a body growing together. So would you pray with us that we would grow in size this year? Uh, the next one, that our family would grow in maturity. I would love us not to just grow in numbers, but to actually grow in the depth of who we are. And there's three things I wanna talk about with that. One, that our Bible study, I just gave you an option for like looking into reading the Bible more this year through that app. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot of that through those cohorts. We're gonna be doing a lot of it in our missional communities, but that our Bible study would actually translate into Bible living. That we'd live out what we're learning, right? It wouldn't just stay here. That our worship coming here, and I would, I would love like to see more people in here filling these seats and raising their hands and singing, and that's great. But that our worship would translate into obedience, into the actual works that we do. It's not about the works we do, but out of our heart, out of our worship should flow good works and obedience to who God is. Uh, and that our gratitude would translate into generosity. Next week, I'm gonna go over a budget during this little beginning time here. And you guys have been so faithful and, and generous in your giving last year, like our budget's doing good. Um, well, I'll talk about where that's at and where we're going with this next year. But I just, I, I mean that in a multifaceted way that our gratitude of what God has done for us through Jesus would translate to us being more generous in all of our lives, in your time, in going out and you know, being with people and in inviting neighbors into your table and even in your money, all of those things. Uh, and then finally, a third thing to pray for that our family would grow in love and really for one another, that we don't have to wait for someone to say they're in need for something, but we can go and ask people, how are you doing? And really mean it, not just expect a Sunday answer. I'm fine, I'm good, I'm blessed, right? But really to grow in love for one another, a sacrificial love. On that note, uh, I wanna just one announcement before we move into time of prayer. Just a reminder, this coming Saturday is Shannon Crisp's uh, Celebration of Life service. So if you are planning to go to that, ask Brian about the details for that, okay? So this coming Saturday, we'll be celebrating that. Uh, but let's pray. We're gonna spend just a few minutes in silence. If you want to, I, I, many of us come from different church backgrounds. Uh, if, if you want to pray out loud, that's fantastic. 
all right? Um, some, some people are like, That's, are we allowed to do that? Yes, are you allowed to do that? Please do that. Um, but let's just take some time to sit before the Lord. We'll leave those three things on the screen and pray for those kids. You can go ahead and go to your class though. We love you and we will see you soon.